Welcome to the podcast, everybody. It's June 23rd, 2020. We have the Debo Samuel injury to talk about. We have quarterback battles for fantasy value and the best bounce back wide receivers on the show this week. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Reality Fantasy Football Podcast. That right there is Rob. How are you? I'm doing good, my man. All right. And that over there, of course, is Jordan. How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. Thanks for asking. How are you, Ryan? I'm doing great. We uh, would like to ask everyone to follow us on Twitter, at RealityFFP, and as well, go and subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend if you like what you hear. Let's get into uh, the topic number one, Debo Samuel has a, a broken foot. Boys, this is huge. This happened just after we recorded our last podcast, so we're going to talk about it. Uh, the The fast end of recovery is going to bring him to week one for being ready. Uh, it could be longer than that. Jones fracture. It's happened to a couple other wide receivers uh, in the recent past. Um what do you think about this? Questions, uh, you know, who takes his place when we think about uh, the 49ers offense if Debo Samuel is gone, say, for the first half of the season? What a blow to this San Francisco offense. Like, D-blow, that's what it was. D-blow <laughs> Sanders. I it, like that. Yeah, it just sucks for him. Like, and they just got, they got rid of um, St. Manuel Sanders there. Uh, like who's like, it's not like they have a huge amount of depth on wide receiver, uh, receiver. Ayuk they drafted. He's going to obviously play a, play a bigger role. Born, um, Erd maybe it Debo was really turning it on. Um, 802 yards last year, 81 targets. So Garoppolo looked to him a ton. So it's a huge hole in offense that, uh, they're gonna have to find ways to figure it out. Yeah, man. Like Debo was, he was starting to become the guy, as you said. He became Garoppolo's uh, go-to man, and it sucks because he's a speed guy, he's a quickness guy, and these foot injuries are brutal for those type of receivers. Uh, yeah, he could be back by week one. Uh, they're saying twelve to sixteen weeks, maybe ten if he pushes it. But I mean, just because he's out there playing, is he going to be the Debo we remember from last year? That explosive guy that could take uh, a short little pass and just take off. I mean, it's going to hurt that offense. A guy I really like to step up. Everyone's thinking Ayuk right away. I don't know what you're thinking, Jord. Uh, I've seen that on Twitter a lot. Everybody's thinking, let's go get Ayuk and pay big for him. But to me, the guy that kind of fits what what Debo was doing the best is Jalen Samuel. And we didn't see him a lot last year. He showed promise in preseason. Um, he was a third-round pick, rookie. He never got to play in the regular season. But this is a guy that for three of his four years in college was a running back and a very good running back, actually. And uh, he had to then compete with Elvin Kamara. So that kind of like pushed him out of that and he switched to wide receiver. But think of what... Debo Samuel did like a lot of those big plays he had were short passes uh, out to I'm the side dash. and he would, he would take them. Exactly. Yeah. So Jalen Samuel with his size and his experience as a as a running back in college, he might be good for those kind of little hitch passes where he can get outside a bit. What do you think? 
Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I, I know he was hurt. Um, I was looking at him. I, what I didn't notice as much with Debo is how many times he rushed the ball. Like he had three receiving touchdowns last year and three rushing touchdowns last year. He had like 14 carries, 159 yards. So he is, was vital in their um, running back game, which I never really thought of him too much. I thought more quick slants and Garoppolo looked to him a lot of underneath him and Kittle. Kittle, I think, caught more deep balls than uh, Debo did. So it was mostly exactly. underneath. Um, a guy who I know this is kind of going out on a limb here, but if McKinnon can get healthy, hmm. if <laughs> McKinnon can get healthy, he could slide in there because Coleman only had 30 targets. Uh, Mostert only had 22. When McKinnon was healthy, he was a huge part of that uh, Minnesota offense. So when he was at his prime and he was um, healthy, 2017, 68 targets. 2016, 53 targets. So two years. Wow. You know, he's, he's in there. If he can be healthy, this is where I could see him not being – he could stop being a doorstop and do something like let the ladies in. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's what he yeah. could do. And I think that he could turn things around for the San Francisco offense. He could be exactly what they're looking for, what Shannon is looking for. I think that they could, they could use him, utilize him if he can be healthy, which is yeah, a lot man. more like, to say than Debo right now. It'd be awesome to see McKinnon actually be able to do something, man. Yeah. He finally got his, he got his big Big break going to San Francisco and then uh, the injury. It sucks for that guy. It would be nice to see him be able to he jump was back electric. in and get healthy. He was electric. He, dude, he, he was – there was huge hype coming to San Francisco when he came to San Francisco, man. So I, I would I, I would like to see him utilized. I would like to see if he's healthy, him slide in there. And ultimately – Comeback player. Realistically – when it comes right down to it, if Debo is not in there, it, this probably just means more targets for for Kittle. Like if we're going to be, you know, Please. brass tacks, that's probably what it's going to come down to. But I do like some of these other. They've got some depth, but no real big. There's big no one ticket guys. Yeah, who's proven themselves? Like you look at their roster, a lot of rookies, a lot of guys who are coming off injury, like Jenning. Like there's a lot of guys that you or Pettis. Like there's guys that you just don't know enough to say. The, this guy can slide in and take over for such a huge role that Debo was doing. So just wanna, it's all I just want to cut in here for a second. Uh, to clarify, you were saying Jalen Samuel. Were you talking about Jalen Hurd before? The wide receiver? Did I say Jalen Samuel? You were saying Jalen Samuel. Saying? Yeah, you kind of threw oh, me off there for a second, but that's okay. So, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Jalen Hurd. And it took you forever to bring up Dante Pettis, which just crushed my heart. Maybe he's maybe he's going to have a... I don't know. Hey, we got we've got a couple of big San Francisco uh, fans that are buddies of ours, and I know one of them is a huge Pettis fan and thinks he's going to have a monster year. But yeah, sorry, I've Jalen heard not I don't know Samuel in my head. I heard you I wrong. I think I heard you. Yeah, <laughs> I I figured that's who you meant, but that's okay. Thanks for correcting me. Um, now, question two: that those are the guys that could maybe take his place for the first half of the season, but. Debo, you know, he could still be someone that could help you down the stretch if he gets back on the field and doesn't have any setbacks with the injury. Uh, you know, where does he get drafted this year in redrafts? Like, do you want to have a guy down. sitting on your bench for that long? That's what's going to come down to is do you believe he's going to be out those max 16 weeks and then take a couple weeks to get back into the swing of things? 
Or do you throw some chips in the center and say, hey, I'm going to gamble on this guy because I believe in him. Pick him where he was getting getting picked anyway. And that's those timetables are if he has no setbacks. He could start on IR. So if you have an IR slot, you could draft him, slide him in there, pick up someone else. Like the timetables that I've heard on his return are like 10 weeks, 12 weeks, 14 weeks. And that's under perfect conditions. So no one really knows how long it's going to be until the beginning. If, if he's going in healthy and he's practicing, everything's good. He's the wide receiver you want to own because he can win you games later on in the year. If, if he's still up in the air and no one really knows, I may tend to let someone else take him because who knows what's going to happen unless you can slide him in IR. Then fortunately, fortunately, probably by the time most people are drafting, Questions um, are answered. Yeah, we'll have a, a little more clarity on the matter. Let's hope anyway. Because he is no question their their star. Kittle, yeah, Debo. Right. If he's healthy, is there a question that you'd, you'd take him as your wide receiver too in fantasy? If he's healthy? That's what I mean. Like if he wasn't injured, would you not be oh, okay with him as your yes. wide receiver too? Yeah. Exactly. So if you got guts... You you draft them. No guts, no glory. That's what Jordan always says. No guts, no glory. Then you got to give to Actually, take. That's what. Yeah, that's the one. That's what you say. You got to give to get. Never, you've actually never said no guts, no glory. I've never heard you say that. No, I don't think I've. No, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I had them mixed up. It was the other one. Let's move on to topic number two. Here's what we're going to do with these quarterback battles. Um, we want to look at a couple of team scenarios where we're not sure who's going to start, but we're just going to talk about who we think might be better for the different fantasy options uh, this year. So the first battle that I had on the list was Ryan Fitzpatrick versus Tua. Who do we like better for the fantasy prospects there down in Miami? Oh, I hope Fitzpatrick starts. I love this guy. I love his beard. I love his attitude. I love his smile. I love his eyes. I love everything about this guy. I love that he threw 20 touchdowns last year. He rushed for four. I love his surroundings. I like Fitzpatrick. He's a man that he's a man that knows how to wear a pair of tights. <laughs> I like that he locks on to one receiver too. It seems like he does that everywhere he goes. So you know you you get his number one receiver and he's gonna produce. It seems like. Wasn't it Williams a lot last year? Preston Williams? Until he, he went hurt? down, yeah. You like that? Until he got hurt. And then Devontae Parker became one of the best wide receivers in the league. Yep. So so what happens there? Do the, I guess that's going off topic. I won't get into that. But you are right. He kind of locks in the guys because Preston Williams was he, was, he was lighting it up until he got hurt. Like he was on pace to probably... I think he was on pace to probably be the best rookie wide receiver last year before he got hurt. Like he was right up there. And then once he got hurt, yeah, transitioned into Parker. So yeah, for me, the vote is Fitzpatrick because Fitzpatrick has always been good for fantasy. Uh, when he's with Tampa Bay with the jets, whatever, there was always somebody you could count on to uh, who knows he could be, but again, do you, I would rather take, you know what I know rather than the Tua that I don't know. I'd rather take, I'll take the one that I uh, I'll take the one that I do know instead of the Tua that I don't know. Tua. If you had to choose the Do you know what is it doesn't matter who is 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 the quarterback for Miami. I don't think you're taking 
either one of them necessarily because he was sacked like 40 times last year. Oh, you're not taking the quarterback, but for the for, for the, the rest of the team, I hope Fitzmagic goes in there and just does this thing mm. with some shades. If he can play with shades, Fitzmagic. He might, have to, he might have to play with a mask this year. Yeah. I don't, so that's, what, that's three votes for Fitzpatrick? Are you going Fitzpatrick? I'm going right? Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah. I love that yeah, guy I for fantasy. I think you have to. I think you have to. Okay, let's go on to the second one. Foles versus Trubisky. Ugh. This one's, all, are this we one's all a little agree tougher. On all these? No. I don't know. No, sure. I'm I'm on the I'm on the Foles I'm on the Foles wagon on this one. Uh, I just Trubisky just seems like one of those quarterbacks that he doesn't even trust himself. No, like he he's questioning every move he makes and every breath. He I don't know. I I I yeah. He's like I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like a guy that is hesitating. And Foles to me is a slinger. He locks in on a guy. He's not afraid to to fit balls into tight areas. I like those type of guys for fantasy. I want them starting. So for me, it's Foles. Yeah. I'd say Foles has the bigger arm. He goes for it. Um, he's, he's still not. I don't think he's going to be any a huge upgrade from what Trubisky is. I think for fan, like what we're talking about fantasy teams, He's obviously going to be better than Trubisky because Trubisky runs the ball so much. Like Trubisky, you said he has no confidence. The minute he doesn't see what he's got, he takes off. Like Cohen wasn't used. I think this year they're going to try to get back to how they won with uh, Montgomery, and they're going to use Cohen more. And I think Foles will find a friend in Allen or even Miller. I like a sneaky little play there. So – I hate to agree with you again, but Trubisky's just nothing. Like he's not hasn't proved to be what they thought he would be. And Foles, yeah, and they, it, they didn't even pick up his option, so it just shows that they don't even have faith in him. So it it's tough because like Allen Robinson did have a great year with Trubisky last year. So that means I don't know, Allen Robinson being, is really good. <laughs> yeah, hey, that could be the other side of it too. Yeah. So Foles, it is. A clean sweep? A clean sweep again. Okay. Come on now. Let's move on. I take I take Trubisky. <laughs> Over in LA, we've got Tarod Taylor versus Justin Herbert, the big gunslinger rookie. What do we think? These are two very different quarterbacks. I'm taking Herbert on this one because of kind of what I saw. I early on I liked Taylor. Uh, earlier in his career, I thought he was a little more aggressive in that. What turned me off is him in Cleveland. That's kind of maybe it's recency biased. I don't know. The way he was in Cleveland, like that passive, like I don't know. It was like he was a different quarterback, and you were just waiting for think, him to get benched. You don't think he got bullied out of Cleveland, though? Like they had Mayfield. They wanted Mayfield. From the minute they they heard Mayfield's name, Taylor got bullied out of there pretty quickly. I understand that. Everyone wanted Baker to be the guy, but if that was the case, you would think that Tyrod Taylor then, hey, I've got nothing to lose. I'm going to go out here. I'm going to sling it. i got all these targets. I've got so many good players. Start slinging it, but he became even more passive, and he did almost less. So then when Baker came in, it was refreshing. So I can see a similar scenario maybe playing out here with 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 Herbert. Herbert's got a big arm. Um 
he could be good for Allen or I don't, I, this one. This one I'm torn on because also you could see Taylor just zoning in on Keenan Allen and making Keenan Allen a stud because that's going to be a safety blanket. So this one I'm kind of fifty fifty on. Give me a second. You talk. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to go with Tyrod here. I think you go with the vet. You go with the guy that he's. They've already shown that they have confidence with him. He's worked with the coordinator before. He's a good quarterback. He is a good quarterback. Cleveland got him I, because they I wanted think he is too. Him. He got he was put in a situation to lose in Cleveland. I think you take that Cleveland situation and, and throw it in the trash can. I think that Taylor's going to go in there. He's got Eckler, who's going to be solid. He's going to have good rapport with Allen. He's got Henry. Um, I I think Taylor's going to hold on to the starting job this year. I think he's going to be all right with. Williams, um, Eckler's going to be the big deciding factor on that is whether he is as good as what he was because a lot of um, Chargers' success last year was on Eckler, pass catching, running the ball, red zone. If Eckler has a good season, Tyrod Taylor is going to have a good season. It doesn't matter which quarterback you are, but I think Tyrod Taylor is better geared towards making it successful in San Diego. You, you could very well be right, and I don't. It, it's probably not the same pressure that uh, he had with Baker. Like Baker, there was just so much hype and everyone in Cleveland wanted Baker to be starting. So this is a different situation, even though uh, Herbert, is it Herbert or Herbert? <laughs> I think it's Herbert. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think the, I think the, the crowds might be chanting for him to come in too, after for a Herbert couple of too? starts oh. from Tyra Taylor. I keep saying San Diego, but it's not San Diego. No, it's not, it's not San Diego Chargers. Not anymore. Not anymore. No, everyone's gonna be making that mistake for a little bit. Well, if Tyrod but, T- Taylor's playing there, then he will be the starting quarterback because there's no other. <laughs> He'll <laughs> be able to field by himself. Yeah, I'm not saying that Herbert or Herbert or JH. Uh, I like that the best. Isn't gonna like? Couldn't be the starter. I just think Tyrod Taylor is gonna start, and I think he's gonna last longer than. Um, he has some very reliable targets, so if he can kind of get comfortable, yeah, yeah, I could, I, I could see Taylor being. I still think it's going to be Herbert, though. My vote's on Herbert. I've got, I've got Taylor. I'm going Taylor on this one. Wow, I'm double T. All right, that's double two T one for Taylor one. over Herbert. Moving on, this one, there's a clear starter on the team already, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Derek Carr versus Marcus Mariota in. Las Vegas. What do we think about these two guys? Oh, flip. Oh, flip. I like Carr. I'm, I'm okay. Let me rephrase. I don't like Carr. I don't think he's a good quarterback, but I don't think he's going to lose his job to Mariota. The, Vegas has too much um, invested in Carr. They've built the team around Carr, they've given him a whole new offense to work with. It's his job to lose this. Like, I think this is it. Like, it's Carr or your bust. Like, it's this This is it. Like, I think Mariota's more of a, a, a future investment for them. Yeah, I mean, Mariota lost his job to Ryan Tannehill, who lost his job to Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> so it's got to be Carr by that math. Yeah. It's, I think Mar- Mariota, man, he just... He's never shown it, and Carr has at least shown glimmers. Ever since he broke his leg, he just hasn't been the same guy. No. 
Well, it was a broken leg, right? We got that like crazy injury. Like he just has not lower back and a leg. Yeah, yeah. Like with with the tart, the potential targets that he has at his disposal this year. This is such a make or break for Derek Carr. I I just cannot see them switching to Mariota unless he completely poopies in his pants. I can't like he hasn't his tights. He hasn't been given exactly the best offense to work with in the past this year got it now oh man jacobs rugs renfro williams aguilar waller witten smitten for witten like i just think that he's if he has another crap year who's gonna take him like he can't i I will say i think i think the one thing that Carr does well is get through his progressions so having all of those targets That's on great, the team but now. But he has to throw the ball too. He's got to be able to get it to them, yeah. Yeah. You can't do much with when you're just sitting on your poopy. I just tight. can't imagine his poop. Yep. I just can't I just can't see John Gruden benching him for no. Mariota unless unless there's an injury or, or something crazy would have to happen. Mariota's there as a safety blanket. I mean... When Carr did go, when Carr did go down, that ended mm-hmm. the Raiders when they were kind of good there a couple of years ago, and they don't want that. They've got a decent team; they think they can compete. They're a playoff team; they should be. And so Mariota is a nice safety blanket. He won't submarine your team if Carr goes down. He can he can play the position. That's a great point. That's a, that that's perfect. That's exactly what. Uh, so that's three votes on Carr. I guess so. One, two, three. All right. In New England, we have Stidham versus anyone else on the team. Who's better for fantasy this year? Anyone else on the team? Like anyone? P- playing Could quarterback. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be just anyone? They have Hoyer back, right? Yeah. They do have Hoyer. Would it surprise you if Hoyer was the quarterback? No. Not really. Exactly. Like, I... S- I still have this sneaky feeling. Cam? That we're going to... Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think before things all settle out, we're going to see Cam Newton there. I just... Man, I cannot see them just going in with just Stidham and Hoyer. It doesn't It doesn't seem like a Belichick thing to do. Unless they are just completely submarining, lose for Lawrence, whatever you want to call it. If But that just doesn't seem like a Belichick thing to do. No. I just a cam sitting out there, man. I that's if I had to put a couple shekels down, if I had shekels, if I lived 700 years ago, there'd be no football, so this would be irrelevant. But I would still go with cam, cam. over Stidham. I think cam's gonna be there. I think Hoyer's gonna start. I just can't see Belichick giving Stidham. We're all talking our way out of Stidham, that's for sure. I but like, come on. Like, I will uh, say this for fa- for fantasy of the whole team, it would be amazing for Cam Newton to go there. Oh, unbelievable! Unbelievable. Yeah, he he would. Be, who doesn't? Who doesn't want him? What? Everyone apparently. Like no, but what? Okay, and that's I guess the divide between fantasy and reality. Because what fantasy player doesn't want Cam Newton on the Patriots? Yeah. Like if you talk to the general fantasy football owner, do you know what? They though? want Cam Newton on on the Patriots. Call me crazy. 
Like, I don't know if this is true or not. Jordan. And I may have read it. Crazy. I may have read this on the internet. I don't think Bill Belichick plays fantasy football. I don't think so. So he doesn't care. Okay, Jordan. It's true. I think it's true. So what? He doesn't care. He just... What else did you read on the internet? <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> no, you're you're right. So th- what does that mean, though? It means they're going to roll with Stidham. They think he's good enough, and they're going to just roll You just with said him. Hoyer. I seven, personally think Hoyer. Seven seconds ago. I think Hoyer, but I think, I think Hoyer... We're talking about fantasy. So I think right. Hoyer is better for the fantasy team. Stidham is going to be the starter of the Patriots, though. Yeah, because Hoyer, Hoyer for fantasy, like when he was on Houston, you know, he made some wide, he made the their wide receivers relevant still. Like he, he made big mistakes. You wouldn't want Hoyer because he's going to throw picks and everything. But for fantasy, who cares if you have the wide receivers? Nobody's, nobody, unless Cam goes to the Patriots, nobody's owning any Patriots quarterback as a fantasy team. Can't argue with that. What do you guys feel? Um, do you feel like a bonus round here for these quarterback mm. battles? Let's, Who doesn't like a bonus round? Let's go. Fast money. If this is a little bit different, if Drew Brees goes down to an injury, if here's the quarterback battle: Jameis Winston versus Taysom Hill. I think we kind of got the answer last year, but who do you think is better for the fantasy um, impact on the team? That would be my answer as well. Last year, we got a glimpse of it. They had an opportunity to put Hill in, and they chose Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, Jameis Winston led the league in passing yards, second in passing touchdowns. If Breeze goes down, it's Jameis Winston. We know a guy who who believes the opposite quite strongly in one of our leagues. Um, but to me, there's just no evidence that Hill's role is ever going to change. Hill is that... He's awesome at what he does. He's a phenomenal football player. I don't think he's a phenomenal quarterback. And I think Winston under uh, under Peyton could be even a better quarterback, make less mistakes. So to me, it's a, this is a no-brainer, in my opinion. It's Winston. Oh, Winston would be. And he got his eyes fixed. That's huge. Winston, I think, would be would be fun to watch with New Orleans. I think that he'd be, he'd be slinging that thing. I think it would be a good... Good offense to watch. Hill, I think, is like hiring a contractor who does a little bit of everything and asking him to do one thing and do it the best that you can. You're not getting that. You're getting a guy who can do a little bit of everything okay. Or, well, you know, like he, he is a good gadget player, but just throw him in there and tell him to be your starting quarterback. I don't think that's the answer. Winston's for sure, 100%. And he's not a young guy. Is there a case to be made that Taysom Hill would be better for Alvin Kamara? I think it'd be worse, personally, because Taysom wins all the time. Like I think that I I get that vibe from him too. That he's like, I'm taking the ball. Yeah, I'm not gonna give it up. Yeah, I was burnt by him a couple of times last year in the red zone, and they bring in Hill and Kamara's sitting there saying, "What are you doing? I'm supposed to get the ball." This guy runs it in for twelve yard touchdown and celebrates right in front of Kamara. Fair enough. That's rude. So that's three that's for Winston rude. for sure then, huh? Yeah. I think I think we know who Hill is. I mean, the guy's 29 years old. He's <laughs> he's thrown the ball like first he's thrown the ball like what four four times. He's Taysom. His last name's Hill. Yeah, we know a lot about him. He's no he's no Jameis Winston. All right, let's let's move on here to topic three. Um 
We put a poll up on the our Twitter at RealityFFP. Which wide receiver will bounce back best in 2020? Uh, Odell Beckham received 29% of the vote. Juju, 43% of the vote. Thielen, 16%. And A.J. Green, 12%. Uh, Jordan, first of all, who do you think uh, will have the best bounce back year this year? I really wanted to say Beckham. I really wanted to say him. He's, but then I started doing some research. He's only finished top 15 once in the last three years. His PPs are scoring. There's four touchdowns last year as opposed to Landry six. So I think Baker Mayfield goes, looks to Landry a lot more than he does Beckham. So I am going with Thielen. Uh, if you draft Thielen, you're getting a Thielen. His rapport with Cousins is there as opposed to how I feel about Beckham and uh, uh, Baker Mayfield. Uh, he's been top 12 wide receiver the last couple of years. And last year, I think he would have as well until the injury with Cook holding out um, and their number two wide receiver being Jefferson. I wouldn't hesitate to draft Thielen as a solid, solid wide receiver this year. Robbie, yeah, how about you? It sucks because I, I, I kind of agree with Jordan. Like I think I think Thielen's in for a big bounce back year too. It's I just find it weird that uh, Juju, he's just crushing that pole. And to me, I'd probably take him last to me juju showed me that maybe he's not who we thought he was last year i mean he out of all the wide receivers in pittsburgh he dipped the most deontay johnson was awesome so one of the big worries going into last year was that juju couldn't handle being the wide receiver one and i started to believe that last year maybe he can't be wide receiver one so to me i'd almost take any of the other three ahead of juju even aj green yeah, I think AJ Green might have a nice comeback. He's got something to prove. He still wants to make some money. He's a young enough guy. This offense is going to be rejuvenated. Uh, the wide receiving core that that team has now—they can't defenses can't just focus on AJ Green. Um, and that Burrow, he's going to have something to prove. I like the unknown when it comes to AJ Green and the rookie quarterback. He could like we don't know. He's had a year off. He's probably 100 percent healthy now. His getaway sticks are perfect. He's going to be trotting down that field like a pony. So I think that... Like a gazelle. Like a gazelle. So I think that he's going to be... You don't know with A.J. Green. And the fact that he was a top, undisputed, top five. Forever. Before, Forever. Yeah. Whenever whenever he was healthy, he was a top five guy. And with the red rocket, just throwing him the ball. I think with Burrow here, we don't know what we're going to get from Burrow. Burrow could love this guy. Burrow and him could connect crazy just just pepper a lot of times rookies go to those veteran wide receivers those safety blankets if green is healthy man hey he could and he's going to be a steal in drafts because you're going to pay big for juju because everybody's on the juju train this year you're going to pay big for odell beckham Beckham just because of because of his name right everyone loves odell beckham uh and thielen's going to be a nice value too i really love thielen this year cousins Uh, and him just have like some brotherhood where they just yeah, man. They just love it. And the two with Beckham, with Hunt, they say he's going to be starting to use as a wide receiver more too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't see the, all the targets. Baker Mayfield seemed to, to dump it down a lot last year. It's not like he was I'm... balling out. Like He seemed to go to Landry a lot. Landry is his is his comfy blanket. You know what I mean? I Yep. That little like heavy blanket, one of those heavy blankets everyone's into now. Yeah, seen those those weight those weighted blankets. Mm-hmm. It's like he's he's like a weighted blanket for him. Yeah, so that he just throws that on at night and gets comfortable. Yeah. So and that he got a, he he got afraid of throwing the ints, 
And I don't know. I, I'm curious to see if this year, did you not find last year when you watched uh, Cleveland games when Hunt came back, it was almost like they were forcing the ball to Hunt. They love Hunt. Like, like they wanted Hunt to be their premier guy so bad, even though Chubb, Chubb was doing awesome. Uh, you know, the, the offense, Landry's having a good year. As soon as Hunt came in, it just seemed like they wanted Hunt to be the guy so bad. So I'm wondering if that continues over. Uh, if it does, then it's going to be big things for Hunt and probably like you were kind of implying there, Maybe that hurts Odell Beckham a little bit because Hunt takes – he can catch the ball. He could be a receiver like you were saying. Oh, he could yeah. be a third – he could be the wide receiver three on that team easily. He's got the skill set. Beckham in Cleveland just doesn't seem to gel to me. Like he just – just I know he was hurt last year, but I watched a lot of games because I was excited about this Cleveland offense, and it just didn't seem like they were clicking at all, like nothing. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. And they have like, Hooper Justin, now. Like – Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez, both good-looking kids. It just didn't work out. And they tried. Doesn't it just? Yeah, you just can't. Just force because it. sometimes things just don't work out, even though it looks like it should. Mm-hmm. Like Odell Beckham with Baker. Oh, it's a sexy couple. No, it's not. In a magazine, you're looking at the two, and you're like, "This is a great couple." We don't know behind the scenes. We don't know what what kind of nonsense goes on in that relationship. When Baker takes his makeup off, maybe he looks like crap. Yeah. And that being said, we're at the end of the show now, guys. Uh, we what? appreciate it. Hopefully everyone enjoyed this episode. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday with another show. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Jordan. Any closing comments after all those comments that you just had? No, I, uh, I'm, I'm still wondering how that squirrel's making out. But besides Oh, that, we, never, we didn't get an update about the squirrel. Yeah. I went and checked it out. It's fine. I, you, uh, it, it's female. It's... <laughs> <laughs> How, how closely did you examine this thing? You know how I know? Because it didn't have any nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>